0: Okay, lower, okay. Lower, 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 lower. Just do whatever like your personality will <laughs> you <do not laughs> Tay Talks. Let's talk about it. Welcome back Tay Talks listeners. This is part two of episode seven, which means... If you haven't yet listened to part one, I highly recommend you do so. For those of you who did listen to part one, how was it? Let me know by DMing me on Instagram at T tboneherd. You know I love continuing the conversation. Guys, girls, get your writing utensils out because there are notes to take in this final part of episode seven. Be sure to subscribe to Tay Talks on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you're alerted when episode eight drops because there's tea on Loverboy. Yes, updates to come. I love you all and I'm so, so grateful for your support and for tuning in. Finally, let's talk about it. I'm just into vibrations and energy and I Mm -hmm. look at this chart you know, like frequencies, there's like high frequencies, low frequencies. Mm-hmm. I looked at that chart and desire was low.
1: Yo, send me that chart ASAP.
0: Oh, ASAP. I'll post it to my Insta. Desire was almost on the same level as doubt, fear, all these emotions that oh my I want God. no parts of. And I'm like, mm-hmm. is that why I'm attracting people that aren't meant for me? Because I'm in a state of desire because then I look at the chart and at the top of the chart is love is like what you want like joy yeah Mm -hmm. and so I'm thinking like maybe I'm not vibrating at the same frequency and like think of when you're in a desirable state of mind which means like you're constantly seeking someone or something that you need it's almost like you feel this pressure because you need it rather than a state mm-hmm. of like love and like a state of mm-hmm. want a state of I'm okay on my own, but that would be nice to have. That would be nice to enhance my experience. I so, want to go off of that quickly. Go ahead. It's okay. Go off.
1: Go off, go off queen. Um, no. Cause it's just, it's that is so relevant to what I'm going through because I definitely used to be in a state of desire and whether that had to do with a lesson that I needed to learn eventually or my self-image at the moment, things that I've gone through, I was just, in, I was in a state of desire, whatever it was. Like I wanted everyone to like me. And if someone didn't like me, or if I thought someone didn't like me, it fucking destroyed me. I would obsess over it. Like when the I, and like everyone their- that I meet, like the fucking girl at the deli, like if she looked at me a certain way, I'd be like, oh my gosh, she doesn't like me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I just had that mentality and it's honestly exhausting. Exhausting. Like, so now when I say, I'm sorry to always bring up emotional unavailability, but I don't really care because that's like the theme of this episode. Um,
0: <laughs> sorry, not sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah. When I think about the self-love that I currently have and want to strengthen more for myself, when I think about it, this is this is a statement that, maybe I'll get it tattooed one day. Who knows? But I really, I really like it. I love the person that you are. I think it's different than saying, I love you Mm. because I love you, Taylor. I do, but I also love the person that you are
0: Mm.
1: like we, as people, we go through things that make up that make us who we are. Mm. So I just think that's a very beautiful thing to share with someone and also to share with yourself, like looking at yourself in the mirror and being like, I love the person that you are. I love you for what you've been through. I love you for who you are presently, and I will love you in the future. That's what I'm strengthening right now. And I'm hoping to get to a point that once that's solidified for me, where I can share that with a man, or I can look at a man and say, I love the person that you are and mean
0: it. And you know why that's so special? Like I I have goosebumps because it's like that is telling someone that you love them for who they are right now, not who they can become, not who they have the potential to become, not who you expect them to be. Like you love them for who they are flaws and all. And mm-hmm. I think that is what's most beautiful about that statement because again, like that theme of being present, like the presence of someone, like it's who they are now, not Mm -hmm. who they'll be in the future, who they are because of, like you said, the things that have happened to them, like the things they have overcome, the things that they have, you know, succeeded with the things that they have failed with. Yes. It's the version of them that they are Mm -hmm. like that, that hits bro. You need to get that tattoo.
1: Also, I want to talk about Let's talk about it. Oh, let's talk about it. <laughs> I want to talk about compliments, I guess you could say mm. and validation. It's not that I was looking for the wrong compliments. It, it yeah, I wouldn't say that, but like the compliments, oh, that's really the wrong word. Let me know what the word should be. Okay, but
0: let's
1: These statements that have been shared with me recently, from this person they're just beautiful to me the reason that they're beautiful is because they have to do with me like the person that I am and nothing aesthetically nothing physical and that's a green flag
0: green
1: flag when he tells me I don't even know if I told you this Taylor
0: this was Mm. like the other day Mm. he
1: said it's nice having you in my life statements that acknowledge your, your presence is so much different than you look sexy or you look pretty or your hair looks nice like that. Like, yes, he tells me that too, but it's different when they acknowledge your soul.
0: Okay. So let's get into this because we could go into a whole, and we will, by the way, go into a whole episode of pretty girl complex and i know oh bitch i oh. can attest to that for sure okay for but- sure okay so what you're getting at and what i experienced in this relationship with lover boy like i don't know that he's i mean it, he has but i don't know that he's complimented my external features whether that be my body my my mm-hmm. eyes like my appearance my you know style whatever I don't know that he's complimented that as often as ex-Flexes have, or as often as guys that want to shoot their shot with me. And let me tell you why. I'll tell you why right now. Okay, tell me why. I just don't tell you why if you're wrong. Okay. (laughs) People,
1: let's okay, let's go with the flex thing and like men, okay, or boys, whatever. Mm -hmm. They compliment because they think it's what you want to hear. So like if you're out or if, if the environment is like, like where, you know, where it's like social and you're like, you know, obviously, I don't know how to, I don't know how to relate it, but like this happened, this literally happened to me last night. Guys will compliment you because they think it'll make you feel good. And you'll equate, this is, this is fucked up. You will equate or not, not equate. You will associate that serotonin release with them. <gasps> so if someone's telling you, you're so beautiful you're going to get a release of serotonin or dopamine chemists out there, correct me if I'm wrong, but that'll, that release will happen. And they're hoping that that will continue to happen. If they continue to compliment you, that is I'm bro.
0: I'm so over that. It's like, you would not believe. Okay. But Magdalena, so what's, what's creeping me out, creeping me out in the best way, as in I'm shocked, I'm shook to the core is that he the lover boy has said the exact words of I am different because I don't tell you what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Bro, that, that is why I am shook right now because he like, to me, that's knowing someone on a level that they don't even know themselves. Mm-hmm. And, and he even brought that up to me. He's like, you're being loved so differently in this relationship than you have been in the past. You are to a certain extent conditioned to be loved in a certain way. And I thought the way that i wanted to be loved was with those compliments of my external beauty but like you're saying like the statements or the compliments where they're acknowledging and seeing your soul and mm-hmm. the person that you are and the and the inner work that you have done those mean way more to me and it's crazy because like going back to that theme of unlearning like that's something that I had to unlearn in my relationship with him and that's also yeah. what I think like we're not over yet cuz like it, there hasn't been enough time for me to unlearn how I've been conditioned to be loved and mm-hmm. be able to explore that with him like I, you know or at least like that's the hopeless romantic in me like I I want there to be more to our story and right. I'm just going to throw this thought in there before I throw things back to you but like my one thought is like, say you think you found your forever partner. You think you found your soulmate. You think you found your future husband. Why would you want to rush that? Things You're going to be are, together for, forever anyway. Yes, Magdalene. Like things that are meant to last forever. Why do they need to be rushed? They don't. They don't. Okay. That was too deep. Let's go back. i want to ask you, why isn't, this man, why isn't this man telling me what I want to hear though?
1: because that doesn't better you taylor Mm. that's the only response i have and it's also okay i'll add usually the compliments we want to hear or what we want to hear it one it's only to make us feel better so like if, if someone is telling us something uncomfortable or like remember we were talking about how you and i we want to be raw with each other so we can grow as better people and together.
0: Yeah.
1: That's love. Love you, babe. But also (laughs) (laughs) it's different, obviously when it's like coming from a a romantic source, because if they want what's best for you, they're not going to say things you want to hear. They're going to say things you don't want to hear because it's uncomfortable. And also lover boy doesn't need to tell you you're beautiful because you know that you are. And that's something that like, I've come to terms with, with myself. The fact this is, I'm literally going to vomit. The fact that I would get like giddy at a bar if a guy was like, Oh my God, you're so hot.
0: Yeah. Like
1: the fact that that would make me feel good. I hate that. Like now I'm just like, I really don't need you to tell me that. I know
0: I hate, you know, it's like,
1: (laughs) no, no, no. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. It's not, listen, it's not bad for a guy to tell you you look good obviously like thank you but i'm just gonna keep it pushing and also that to me is very like surface level and like think about like how you meet people like because people are always like you know what attracts you it's like oh personality and then it's like yeah of course but like the first thing you see is physical how they look
0: yeah you know yeah
1: so it's it's first it is physical attraction and then it turns into like a connection or whatever it is
0: yeah um where was was I even going with that I don't know but I will jump in and say connection can make a person more attractive physically oh without a doubt yes there has to be I want to call it like a minimum attractiveness or minimum attractive level Mm -hmm. but a connection can boost that six up to a ten I'm convinced
1: Everyone okay. I've been with is ugly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yo,
1: okay. No, I'm well, just saying say- that because, like, no, it's you're right. Like, once you're, like, mentally, like, disconnected, it's different.
0: Yeah. Okay, wait. But, Magdalene, I also have a question. What? Does Loverboy love me? Like, has he just non vocalized it like I have? Do I love Loverboy?
1: I think there's a difference... And this goes back to um, telling you what you want to hear. There is a difference between loving the way someone makes you feel and loving them. That's why I'm saying I love the person who you are. It's so different. Because like, I definitely Well, first, I definitely think you should ask yourself that if you like, if you like, yeah, like if you like the way he makes you feel. Or if you like him.
0: Okay, Magdalena, I'm going to jump in because this is just the details that I shared at this point. Magdalena knows me, right? She knows me well. So in the past, I've talked to a guy, right? I get to a point where I really like him. Maybe it's not love, but I really like him. And then he'll do some shit. And then I'm like, oh, bet on to the next. I'm at a point where I can't do that with lover boy. As in, I came home for the holidays and was still thinking about this man. As in my actions have changed because of this man. I no longer want to involve myself in environments where it's like drinking and just like a a hookup culture a hookup scene because I'm so set on this man. Whereas Mm -hmm. in the past, I wouldn't give a second thought to hanging out with another guy or entertaining another guy in my DMs or, you know, and it's just, Mm -hmm. it's different with him. But I've seriously had a question and like ask myself the same question that you're posing is like do i love him or do i love the idea of him because mm-hmm. those are two different things and one thing that i think Loverboy was hesitant about was the fact that i had vocalized very early in our friendship again friends like this is before that we even like started being romantic intimate. yeah i had said that like i don't know how did I say it? I basically said, like, I think I'm capable of loving anyone. And what I meant by that Mm. is that I am so patient with people to the point where I feel like I can love them for as many flaws as they have. I I definitely used to be like that. I
1: used to, it's because we love hard.
0: Exact okay. So that's what I meant by that statement, but he almost took it as like, but she clearly can Right. Love like you're just like and- throwing out
1: love. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I honestly think that's been in his head this whole time too. Okay. So
1: that needs to be clarified mm. with him. Okay. Um, because that c- I definitely could see how someone could take that the wrong way. Like you're not like handing out love cookies, but you're you're saying it in a way of you have the ability you have the potential to love anyone like capacity
0: but i don't like that yeah. that's the thing like i don't even know if that statement was accurate because like i've talked to plenty of guys and i'm not saying that to like sound like oh no but, like, yeah i've i've talked to many guys and like I-, I didn't get to the point of loving any of them or even like liking most of them so it's like yeah I don't, I, I truly don't know what I meant by that statement. Maybe I did mean my capacity to love is so great.
1: Maybe your capacity to love is so great for him. Mm. T, but I definitely would say I, um, I think I used to be like that and I don't think I am anymore. I think after the heartbreak kid, I'm just not like that anymore. At least not it changed yet. You. 100%.
0: So in what ways did it change you? What, is your approach now, after being heartbroken by the Heartbreak Kid, versus prior to Heartbreak Kid?
1: One, I just want to say, like, I'm just so grateful that that happened. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and I'll say the same with Lover Boy. Like, I'm so yeah. thankful. Yeah. No.
1: Like. Yeah. Like, there's
0: no like, <laughs>
1: whatever. I'm gonna skip over that. Um, you said, what did I learn? Did I? <laughs>
0: You were like, "What did you learn?" No, no, no. I, I think what I want to know is like, how is your approach to dating or your approach to love different after being heartbroken?
1: Right. So, definitely taking life day by day, and with that comes relationships. Mm -hmm. Just not having expectations about being so obsessed with where is this going to go, or what is he going to do tomorrow, or you know, it's just like. Like the heartbreak kid doesn't, it's, he's so irrelevant. And like, yes, I've learned lessons, but like, it's, it's to make me the person I am. Like he really doesn't have any, uh, significance in my life anymore, you know? Um,
0: so yeah. So for, for, I'm thinking about the Tay Talks listeners listening to this episode, like at what point in the relationship do you have to decide if there's an end goal or an end title that you okay that's
1: actually an excellent question that's valid because there's a part of me that's like with this whole new adopted mentality of no expectations and taking it day by day and doing what feels right because it 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 feels great and it's easy and all these great things but at the same time I feel like that's kind of living in a bubble Mm. like you're ignoring in a sense reality and listen this is my answer if you're asking listeners there's no time limit Mm -hmm. it just you really need to become in tune with yourself and with the energy that's being exchanged and when you get to that point you'll know like I know with me I'll know like when I was talking before about the trippy feeling about like my intuition and my higher self and like future self telling me like just wait waiting is The concept of waiting is hard.
0: Like, like and especially. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no. I just got excited. (laughs) (laughs) I just got excited because I I love when our thoughts seamlessly flow together like that, because tell me why this man literally, this was halfway through our relationship, um, situationship, whatever you want to call it. Halfway through, he was like, I need you to be patient with me. Like patience is what I need from you. My idea of patience was excusing his lack of effort or excusing things that maybe like I shouldn't have tolerated. Like that was my idea of patience. Whereas for Mm -hmm. him, it was just giving the relationship more breathing room. Like it was, it was giving us more time to get to know each other, like giving us more time to explore things and like giving him more time to be comfortable being vulnerable and opening up. So Mm -hmm. when you say waiting sucks, like, to Tay Talks listeners, like my advice to you, if you're in a situationship where you don't know whether to continue to be patient or whether to explore other options, I would say the best advice is to follow your gut and follow your intuition. Cause like I said, my actions changed for this man. And that's how I know that it's worth being patient for him. Mm -hmm. It's almost my call at that point you know like it's not like i'm going against my feelings of like oh i i wanted to go out for new year's and wanted to go to a club and wanted to hook up with all these boys like i genuinely did not and for the first time in my life i felt like that so you'll like listeners like you'll you'll know based on your changed mindset and your changed Mm -hmm. behaviors if this man or woman is worth waiting for and worth being patient Mm -hmm. about like and this was one thing that I had brought up to Loverboy. I said, I am fine being patient with you, but I have to see some effort along the way. And, you know, one of the things that he would tell me is like, I have so much more to give. Like, there's so much more to me. It's just a matter of time. Like, I need to get there. I'm not at that point yet. And mm-hmm. to me, I said, that's that's fine. But what I need, because again, a relationship isn't a one-way street. Like it's two ways here. We have to be Mm -hmm. like mutually benefiting each other. Right. I said, I need to see glimpses of that person. Maybe not all at once, but I need to see glimpses of what I'm holding out for. Because Tay Talks listeners, like, for someone to say like, Oh, there's more of me to give, but I'm not giving it. That's manipulative, you know? Like, and again, like it comes down to like compromise, like, yes. Like Mm. if he's asking for patience, that's fine. But he also has to accept what you're asking for. And if that's glimpses Mm. of effort, then so be it. There you go. Like you're compromising, you're finding that middle ground of like, okay, I need this, but you need this and let's work Mm -hmm. together and, you know, let's be better for it. So, I think my advice is just really trust yourself. If you can trust his intentions that he's not intentionally trying to manipulate you or take advantage of you or the situation, then see things through. And again, be present. Don't think of the end. Think of where you are now. If it's making you happy, because and Magdalena and I just talked about this. I know temporary happiness may have a bad ring to it. But your lifetime is about stringing those temporary moments of happiness together. Like yeah. it's, it's the small moments along the way that create a great life. Like it's, it's not the big moments because it's, it's everything that leads up to those big moments that you ultimately look back on and that ultimately make you happy. So if he's making you happy in a non-manipulative way, then be patient and see things through. Let me ask you this. Oh. You just said something. Okay.
1: What is considered the end? (gasps) Because I think right now, like just for the sake of this conversation, like when we say the end, I think we're talking about marrying someone. Mm. Like, I I mean, at least for me. Like, no, I'm glad you asked that. That would be,
0: it's just a relationship. It's not necessarily. To me, end is like the title you can like making that final no i do play. not like that <gasps> okay
1: but that's because me like <laughs> this is awful but like
0: you can cheat <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't even i don't even know where to go with that comment magdalena i really like don't. okay i know not everyone's like that but
1: okay But let's okay let's just say let's just say that okay let's let's go with what, your, what are we saying No, because hear me out, hear me out. Okay. Let's go with any, in general, you have, you, yourself, the person listening, Taylor, me, you have your definition of the end. I mean, no, Well, I don't, which is why I'm proposing this question. Okay. Whether it's putting a title on something. Mm -hmm. I hate titles. So that's also why I'm biased. So let's say it's marriage, right? You come to this point where you're like, Anticipating this to happen, you're anticipating him asking you to be his girlfriend, you're anticipating getting a ring, like you're anticipating getting married, right? And that moment comes and it's kind of like, what now? Mm. Like, you are always going to be looking for what's next. So, you get the title, okay, it gets to a certain point, things are going great, however, many much time passes. Are you going to get married? Then you start thinking about that being the end, the quote, quote the end. Mm-hmm. Then you get married. Then you maybe, we, should we have a kid? Should we not? It's just, it's always something. That's how life works. It keeps moving. There's always going to be something that you're anticipating. There's never an end until you die. Oh, Which is why I'm saying that you, you need to live the day as it could end tomorrow. That's just my take. Because and like, let's go. I'm bringing up the title thing. Like, what is the difference between the energy of you and your partner, whether you call him your boyfriend or not? Because like, I'm thinking of myself, like the term boyfriend, what does that even mean? And this is getting so deep. Sorry. But like, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think if someone were to see an exchange of energy between me and someone in public maybe they don't know the dynamic like they don't know you could be brother brother and sister this could be a family member this could be a friend so i'm thinking if someone were to genuinely come up to me and be like what how are you guys like how are you involved i want to be able to confidently think to myself i don't have to reveal this this is my friend this is my lover this is my partner like i want to be able to say all those things you know it's just like it's so much more to me like that literally that word is just a word
0: okay but here's where I don't think it's just a word because because
1: you're faithful and you don't cheat
0: I understand
1: (laughs) I think it's normal for people to be like we're boyfriend and girlfriend we're only fucking each other but like that's
0: see I just I just challenge you because like to me there's a big difference between a friend and a husband So why isn't there a difference between a friend and a boyfriend? Because that's that middle stage. And again, like, like I don't per se need a title, but at the same time, a title signifies a commitment. When you're a boyfriend, you're committing certain effort that you wouldn't just give to someone that you just started talking to. Whereas when you're titled a husband, you're giving different effort than you were as a boyfriend or even as a fiance. No,
1: that makes complete sense. Okay.
0: Yeah. Like as a husband with that title comes the responsibility of being the father of children, being the provider of your family. Whereas like as a boyfriend, you don't necessarily have those responsibilities. So to me, I just associate titles with the responsibilities that come with that title or the effort that you are expected to give with those responsibilities. So To me, when I was encouraging—I can't even say encouraging because I was pressuring him. When I was pressuring Loverboy towards a title or towards you know that relationship status, that was my way of asking him for more effort. But again, like that's the wrong way to ask for effort. Like that's yes, it's almost like I wasn't communicating what I wanted. To me, it made sense. Like oh. If we have a title, if we're boyfriend and girlfriend, then I'll get that effort. But that's not necessarily the case. Like there's plenty of boyfriend and girlfriends that the boyfriend or the girlfriend isn't giving the effort, you know, that's, that that's deserving of that title in the talking stage. Like I'm, I'm not your girlfriend. So I don't necessarily need to only be talking to you or be going out of my way to buy you dinner. Like none of my actions towards a guy are with the intention of it being reciprocated. I don't okay, think same. I, don't, I don't think any action of you giving whether that's giving I don't know time whether that's giving energy attention money whatever you're giving there mm-hmm. shouldn't be the expectation of it being reciprocated like that kind of defeats the point of a gift but Yeah if you are continually giving and giving and giving and giving and giving and none of those efforts are being reciprocated like that's where I kind of question like am I being taken advantage of
1: but what does that have to do with a title?
0: Like if he was my boyfriend, would I be able to expect him to reciprocate them more often than if we're just talking?
1: If he's your boyfriend and he's not reciprocating a certain energy, he's a shitty boyfriend. That's mm-hmm. what it is. You're either if he's not your boyfriend, you're a shitty person. If he's your boyfriend, you're a shitty boyfriend. Sorry to break it to you. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, again, that's just how That was kind of harsh. That's just how I see it. <laughs>
0: no, that's fair. My final thought, my, my what? My <laughs> final thoughts. I think the margarita is hitting guys. Um, it's about time though. Cause we've been on this episode for a little while. All good conversation. If he wanted to, he would. If he isn't doing things that you expect him to do. It's not a reflection of you. It's not a reflection of what you are not doing. It's not a reflection of you're not doing enough. It's not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of what he needs in that moment, what he wants in that moment, where he is in his life at that moment. I think some girls, some guys get very insecure when they see an ex doing things for someone else Mm. that they didn't do for them. I know for me, I may look at an ex flex and be like, well, why did they change for this person? Mm-hmm. You know, like, like, why couldn't they have done that for me? Is it something I wasn't doing? Is it something I I'm, you know, incapable of? And no, that's, that's not the case. That X or, you know, that person is in a different stage of their life. They have learned lessons with you that they now may be applying with someone else. It's not a reflection of you and your worth mm-hmm. as a person. All you can do is control the inner work that you do with yourself and, you know, your growth. Tying a bow on this, going full circle back to the beginning of the episode, saying like the new year is all about growth. Like that's that's all you can control. And yeah. you just need to find that one person. Again, it's one person. It doesn't have to be a lot of people, one person that appreciates that growth and that version of yourself that you are in that moment, that you are with that person. It just takes mm-hmm. one. Patience is required to find that one person. Because as many people as there are like on this world, like not everyone's meant for you.
1: No, that was very beautifully put. Thank Good you. job. Thanks. <laughs> um, my final thoughts, I guess, would be if you're thinking the thought, if he wanted to, he would. That's already you. Like you use the word expectation. So you're already putting an expectation on the relationship or, or the situation, whatever it is. So I expressed how I feel about expectations in this season of my life. I'm not very fond of them right now, but what I will share is if you do have expectations and it's, that's fine because, you know, obviously not everyone thinks the way I do. If you have an expectation and he's not meeting that expectation, you need to ask him why he isn't. Mm. And then you need to, based on his answer, you, you need to ask yourself if you're okay with that. Like it could be something as simple as if he wanted to take me out to dinner, he would. Mm -hmm. okay. Like that's, that's something I, at least I can say for me, like, that's important for me. Like, it's just enjoyable, whatever, but that's just an example. Or like buying you flowers that's saying like something like that. Like if he wanted to, he would, but he's not. So why isn't he, it could just come down to you value those things differently. Maybe he doesn't enjoy going out to dinner as much as you do, but that's just an example.
0: Yeah. And again, like, and this can be like a place of vulnerability for people maybe financially he can't take you out
1: you know or maybe yeah but like, if it's like a text back I think that's <laughs> another thing like, like a you know different,
0: different conversation but even on that like some people prefer FaceTime over text and I know that seems very insignificant but to some people like they don't want to be texting like they think it's like not as sincere or not as you know personal as like a, a call hearing someone's voice so like it really does come down to communication. You may be making up these scenarios in your head that aren't the truth. And let me say like assuming and running with whatever your mind wanders to think can be very detrimental to your happiness and your mental health. So just communicate. This has been a very productive conversation per usual. This is a great way to start the new year because Tay Talks listeners... This 2020 year is all about love for us, whether that means accepting love or giving love. If love is not the theme of your friendships, your relationships, your dynamics with your family, then changes need to be made. Love is so powerful for me. If you guys want to follow along, my 2020 year is all about love. I am giving love and I am accepting only love. That's the only way I will be able to be reached. (laughs) 1-800-LOVE. So everyone, let's give a round of applause for Magdalena. Oh, stop. The Long Island Queen. Love you, girl. Love you too. Magdalena, thanks for being my bestie and for coming into 2020 with me. Glad we made it. 2020? (laughs) 2020. you just said that goodbye and this is where we (laughs) cut the episode